Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, back to our LISC series and our discussions on the Long Island serial killers and the killings and so forth. Now, we could actually say and we could actually feel like something is being done and you know i i think more and more people are getting closer and closer to understanding that what we've been saying since i guess it's may when we started the second series that we're not saying and we're not suggesting who the killer slash killers are what we've been saying is that we know who's been covering it up know at least two of the guys anyway prominent guys and i say it all the time the county executive control freak beyond belief steve balone control maniac is more like it you talk to anybody that knows him even people i you know i don't know many people that like him but let take people that benefit from him people that he gives things to you know jobs or their family members have jobs talk to them and just say hey steeple on a control freak no <laughs> oh my god is he a control freak and the other guy is jimmy burke the guy he appointed but wouldn't fire even after he beat the crap out of christopher Loeb while in handcuffs I wouldn't fire Jimmy Burke. Scared stiff of Jimmy Burke or just in league with Jimmy Burke, just close as his buddy, right? Spent a lot of time at Gilgo and, and Oak Beach and those parties that go on there. By the way, and, and again, there are a lot of great people on Gilgo and Oak Beach. Oak Island, West Gilgo, there's a lot of good people over there. But it is our own, Long Island's own Epstein Island. It is, right? This is where things go on that the rest of us don't see. And for those who are, are heavily into sex, Kilgo, Oak Beach, that is a playland. Of things to go and this, you know, hey, listen, Jimmy Burke, I don't think it's any secret. There's no secret whatsoever that Jimmy Burke enjoys having a good time, enjoys his uh, his fun in, uh, in, you know, romantic situations, sexual situations, whatever. It's been long talked about. And by the way, it's uh, it's been talked about quite a bit. That the county executive is one of those guys, too, and and his best friend, Bobby Strickoff, they enjoy their partying. They enjoy themselves. They like to party, not just play golf. You know, Strickoff loves to play golf, but they love to party. And it's always been talked about the the women that have been at these parties, and people have come out and said, yes, this happened here at this party and at this address a lot of people i mean a lot of people have said to me while while doing both of these series the first series back in 2016 to 2017 
got a lot of people, you know, and they give addresses or whatever, but they won't come on and say it. You know, that's what if you're listening and, and you've been to these parties, I mean, come on, we'd love to hear from it. But now we're getting to the point where Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke have very little control of what's going on. And it's freaking out Steve Ballone. Burke's out of it, right? Burke did his time in jail and he's, he's not in government. He's not a cop anymore. He's got a great pension. He, he's out of prison. Tom Spoda is in prison and, and so is Chris McPartland. They're serving five-year terms. And, uh, you know, so they are out of the equation. And the replacement for Tom Spoda, Tim Sinney, who turned out to be a puppet for Steve Ballone. We call him Sinocchio, the other puppet who lied. And Steve Ballone is Geppetto. And he is basically uh, distraught that his puppet went down and went down so badly in, uh, in an election like this against a guy who knows how to investigate, against a guy who knows how to prosecute, and who has no built-in relationships that we know of, and, and I'm sure he doesn't, that would stop him from solving a serial killing, guys, a serial killing. So now Tierney comes in there, and he brings an all-star team of people and anyone that was playing around saying, well, you know, we couldn't find this, couldn't find that. All of that's out the window, All right? There's a new guy in town, and his name is Ray Tierney, and he is going to get to the bottom of it. I'm not saying tomorrow. I'm not saying the next day. I'm not saying he's going to get to the bottom of it. He's going to figure out what's been going on down there. I'm not saying it's easy for him, right? Because there's, you know, there's cops uh, and we got great cops on Long Island, men and women that are absolutely terrific in both Suffolk and Nassau County. But here specifically in Suffolk County, we have wonderful cops, but we also have a lot of people that have loyalties to, to people who have helped them out. And Jimmy, of course, was the king, but Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke are control freaks beyond belief, right? Jimmy Burke had dossiers on everyone you could possibly imagine. This is proven. This isn't, nobody disputes that, right? So he has dossiers. And if you had a foible, well, if you really, really, really like sex, let's just say that, right? If you really, really like sex or... You have a substance abuse problem, whether it's a serious alcohol problem or a heroin problem, opioids, anything along those lines, and you were a cop or you were a politician, Jimmy Burke knew about it, especially when he was police chief, forget it. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he got the FBI out of this investigation. He and Ballone got the FBI out of this investigation. Not so they can handle it themselves, so they could stop the investigation. Right? Nothing went on after that. Maybe some cops 
continue to go on. We'll find out. You know, we'll find out, you know, what's happened. But those two guys stopped this thing from going on. And they are the control freaks of all control freaks. Let me give you an example of Balone being a control freak. Do you remember before Cine started running hard, he started talking about having appointed judges? Because he hasn't made a judge since Dennis Cohen, who was his, his childhood friend. They grew up on Marcy Street along with Bob Strickoff, the three of them, three amigos. Right, he was a judge for a little while, and then he left. And I don't know what happened there, Dennis. If you'd like to come on the show and explain what happened, we we'd like to hear it. But something happened, and he left the bench suddenly. Anyway, but that was seemingly the last time a balone guy or gal. I can I can't think of anybody else really that that he's that he's made. But the last balone judge that was made, and it kills him. So he says, let's take this out of the political process. We need appointed judges, right? They need appointed judges. You know who he wanted to appoint them? He wanted Steve Ballone to appoint them. So it didn't pass the left test, the giggle test. They talk about judges being political. Mark Twain had a line, and, and he probably said it somewhere around 1870. Somewhere around the right after the, the Civil War while Reconstruction was going on, Mark Twain said a judge is just a lawyer who has a friend who's a politician, which is an awesome line and which is very true. And by the way, judges that are listening will chuckle and say, yeah, oh, and that's, you know, that's the way it goes. That's not here on Long Island. That's not here in Suffolk County. That's everywhere. There's a process. I mean, there is a there is a process, and and then it goes to the people, and the people vote on it. See, Ballone wanted to. He's such a control freak that he wanted to cut that part of the process out and take it away from the people, take it away from the politicians. That's what he was standing on. Oh, I'm taking it away from the politicians, but he wanted to appoint the judges. Right? He wanted control of it. By the way. He took away the treasurer, the office of treasurer, and he combined it with controller. And he talked about, you know, some big savings for the county or whatever. It hasn't saved anything, really. But it's one less person that he has to worry about being out of his control when he became county executive. He's a very sick individual. Steve Ballone is is so controlling. It's it's a sickness. He's unbelievably controlling. And that goes for everything. People in his lives, uh, in his life, I should say, in, uh, in when I say lives, Burke, the same thing. I mean, he's the most controlling individual next to Ballone or they're tied for control. Anything they can't control flips them out. So, of course, they got the FBI out. And he got rid of uh, the treasurer's position, and now it's controller only. And he would have eliminated that if he could. And he tried and wanted to remove the sheriff's office, and he wanted it appointed. Guess by who? He wanted to take it out of the voters' hands, and he wanted the sheriff's office to be appointed by Steve Ballone. They do it in Nassau, so I guess it's not... So outrageous a claim in his mind 
but he wanted to take <laughs> he wanted to take the control of voting for sheriff out of your hands because you know you're voters and uh, you're too much of a wild card and he wanted to appoint the sheriff which you know controls the jails and whatever he already controls the police force or he did i don't know that he will now with a new da and other things happening but he controlled the the police force no question about it once burke got out of there and he didn't get burke out he couldn't control burke the feds got burke out after they mutually agreed la-di-da you know nice kumbaya meeting no firing no reprimand no punishment for beating the hell out of a prisoner while in handcuffs well jimmy burke left on his own his lawyer joe conway put out a nice statement nice letter yeah jimmy and steve had to talk and you know two buddies you know they agreed you know, whatever so when he left he got a puppet and he took his puppet and he made him police commissioner. Thought there was going to be a big national search. He said there was going to be a big national search. And I guess they did it. And they found the guy to do the job right down the block from Steve's house. Young guy, 34-year-old guy named Tim Sinney, who was spineless when it, when it comes to Steve, that's for sure. Steve snaps his finger. And Tim said, yes, sir, what would you like me to do? Thank you, sir, and may I have another? He puts him in as police commissioner. Nationwide search. They checked under every rock, every garbage pail, behind every tree in Alaska, looking for the best law enforcement option for Suffolk County. And he found a guy down the block from him who happens to be a puppet for him. 34-year-old guy with no law enforcement experience, right? All right, so we talked about that before. So he puts him in, and he can control him. Then Spoda goes, right? Spoda goes, and McPartland goes. By the way, no thanks to Ballone. He did this whole charade about, you know, Spoda must resign. He did that to take attention off of the Jimmy Burke situation and the fact that he wasn't going to, uh, he, he wasn't going to um, address the Burke situation. So he went after the wounded, impotent at that point, Tom Spoda, who couldn't do anything. Spoda must go and it distracted all of us a great move great political move when Burke left he had Sinny and he had control complete control of the the DA's uh, well I'm sorry the uh, the police office the police department and then when he ran Sinny he had control of the DA's office he had all of this control total control freak wanted more of course so the reason I say all of this, and nobody that knows these two guys would dispute that they are control freaks, what I build up to is a question. Does anybody out there 
who's not drunk stoned and tripping right now above the age of reason does anyone think that Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke does anyone think that they don't know who the killers are in Gilgo I'm not saying they're the killers I'm probably not right I'm not saying that do you think control freak number one and control freak number two who were in charge of the county, total control of the county. Burke had control of the police department and let's face it, he had control of the DA's office over Spoda. He had dossiers on everybody over there. McPartland was his guy and the other guys. And then Ballone controlled everything else. Do you think for one second, now if you're in third grade, and you're listening because your parents left the radio on, you're forgiven if you don't know the answer to this. But does anybody think that it's even possible that those guys don't know who killed these people, these 10 to 16 victims, mostly sex workers? You think they're sitting around in the beginning? And Burke said to Steve, you know, hey, Steve, you know what stumps me? Who do you think killed these prostitutes? Wow, I don't know what's going on. I know you and I both spend a lot of time down there. And, you know, we, we control everything. And uh, I don't know. You have any idea who killed these prostitutes? No, Jimmy. I, geez, I don't. I usually know. Hey, Jimmy, you think you could maybe ask some of the boys, uh, you know, like the, the cops that were investigating before you took over as police chief, even though I know you knew the answers. But now that we're in charge, maybe ask a couple of the guys and say, hey, what do you guys think? Oh, Steve, I couldn't do that. You know, I'm Jimmy Park. I believe in, you know, letting the guys, you know, kind of do their own thing. I, I'd never I'd never impose, you know, even though I'm police chief. I'd never ask anybody that question like that. You know, they'll tell me when they want to tell me, Steve, don't, you know, listen, I'm Jimmy Burke. I, I, I you know, I, I let, I let my guys just kind of do their own thing. And Steve says, yeah, me too. I'm like that too. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't have to be in control of everything. Yeah, right. I guess they'll tell us when they tell us, right? A real stumper though. What about it, Jim? You, you have any idea? No, I really don't. Hmm. Think we'll ever find out? I don't know. I think it's just, you know, I, I know uh, Oak Beach has about, you know, 76 houses on it or, or, or whatever. And I think the whole area, you know, West Gilgo and Gilgo, I, I, I think there's only 450 homes over there. Oak, Oak Beach and Oak Island, Captree Island. Yeah, I think there's like only 450 houses there. But I don't think we'll ever find out, right? I don't know what's going on down. I have no idea who the killer is. Hmm. Let's, all right. Well, listen. If you ever decide to use some, you know, power, you know, as as police chief, and I know you don't like doing that, Jimmy. Try to find out, right? Try to get some answers, and um, you know, let's find out so we could, you know, take care of the victims' families. 
You're right, Steve. And you too, you know, you're county exec. Don't be afraid to, you know, I know, I know you like to be even handed, Steve. And you don't like to overreach. But you too, if you could find out, you know, if you could find out from some people, uh, Jimmy, I will, I'll, I'll look into it. And I certainly will. And, and Jimmy, uh, you know, you, you've been at the DA's office for a while. And, and you go back to, you know, when you're 14 years old on the Pius case with Tom Spoda. Why don't you ask some of the guys over at the DA's office? Maybe they have some theories, right? Yeah, I, I will. I just, you know, again, I don't, I, I, I don't like to overreach, you know. Steve, you know, I'm Jimmy Burke. I, 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 I really don't like putting pressure on the guys. If somebody knows something, they'll tell us when they decide to tell. Right, Steve? Right, Jimmy. Well, let's not, let, let us not. Let us not push our luck. Let's let's just do our jobs. And hey, if you know we find out who does this and 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 who did it, some bad apple among all these great guys. You know when we're over there partying. You know, of course, playing you know parcheesi and 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 eating candy apples. You know, no sex or anything like that. But if we ever find out, it'd be great. You know, because we could we could solve this this crime. Yeah, no, Steve, I agree. I agree with you. Let's um, let's keep our ears uh, open. Let's let's do that. But um, let's let's never, whatever we do, uh, Steve Ballone, uh, you and me, Jimmy Burke. We're, let's uh, let's just make sure we never overreach with our power, and and never do that. I, Jimmy, way to go. I I agree with you. Now, having said that, besides some really young people in the audience. Does anybody think for one second, does anybody think for one second that control freak beyond belief, Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke, control freak with dossiers on everybody's ever met, everybody's ever partied with, do any of you think that those guys don't know who killed these people? Guys, come on. All right, listen. We'll find out, and we'll find out what happened. I'm not saying these guys did it. I'm not saying who did it. I, I'm not saying I know who did it. I know who know. Jimmy Burke and Steve Ballone covered up this serial killing, and they absolutely know who the killers are, without question. Mark my words. Frank McKay signing off just for now. We'll be back right after this. With more from our LISC series and more with Breaking It Down. We'll be back right after this.